The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. The following show was taped without air conditioning. It's time for the show that costs literally nothing to make, but somehow loses money. It's Saturday Night Napsog. Hey, Saturday Nighters. We're about to really kick this show into high gear tonight, like really start jamming on the one. But before we do, I'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the show. Say hello to a new dating service to end all dating services. You see, according to my podcast analytic numbers provided by Spotify, which are as easy to understand as the NFL's quarterback rating system, most of my audience is comprised of lonely people seconds away from giving up on love. Like their hero, Mark Ellis, they settled into a comfortable routine of watching old sports highlights alone on a 75-inch TV. But folks, keep your sweatpants off for one more night and don't give up until you try Split My Bills. That's right. Split My Bills is the online dating app for those that are no longer concerned about romance and just want someone to split some bills with while occasionally going out to eat together at a local Thai restaurant you both can tolerate. It's simple and even easier than masturbating with your shirt on. Just create a profile using a picture you took seven years ago at a company party for a place you don't even work at anymore and then upload it along with a list of bills you want to split. The app will do the rest using a high-tech algorithm designed by virgin computer programmers who will probably one day start the next gamer game. High internet packages raiding your wallet? No problem. Box meal service prices taking a bite out of your budget? We got you. Gambling debts reaching dangerous levels because you keep thinking the Cleveland Browns are finally due? Yep, that works too. You sign up, Split My Bills does the rest by matching you with myriad potential romantic partners with similar financial problems. And the folks at Split My Bills have heard your complaints, and they guarantee that now less than 42% of potential matches work at truck stops. Don't give up on love when you can find the right person to split your HBO Max subscription with. Sign up for Split My Bills now and use the promo code HEREICOME, that's come with a K, to get a free month of Split My Bills Premium, which includes two profile picture uploads and more filters to find the love you need. Sign up, find love, lower your bills. And now, on with the show. All right, so happy to be presenting to you the 22nd episode of Saturday Night Napsuck. Hopefully we got a fun show planned. I never know. I, I really don't know. You just barf it up, and then then maybe a thumbs up, and, and then I feel justified. Hey, thanks for making Box Score Heroes the 4,242nd ranked podcast on CompuServe. means a lot, but we're just getting started. So subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast feed, and... Celebrate baseball with me, Tom, Dan, and others. Uh, you know, recently on some of my shows, I've been talking about how I decided to be a little nicer to spiders. Um, there's one living in my studio now. I, uh, he's still there. I thought he was gone for a bit. Thought, but he, he just took a vacation. Still there. I, I've just decided I'm not going to, you know, I, I always try to move them out to the yard if they're inside. Hey, you know, they don't, I don't know if they mean to be inside. It's it's not that they're being brazen, trying to encroach in our territory. They just took a took a wrong turn. Their Google Maps led them down a side street. And now they're in my bathroom. I, you know, I'm gonna get them on the path that they wanted to be. But I'll tell you what, I got. I'm starting to question. I had I've had to take out a few spiders. 
uh, this past week. Just, you know, we got little dogs around the house. Grace isn't a big fan of spiders on the outside. If I see a, a black widow or a cousin of a black widow or a soon-to-be-dead husband of a black widow, I take them, I take them out. I don't, I don't move them. I don't get too close to them. I either with a slipper and the slipper's on me or with some high-powered uh, death spray, I take them out. I do feel bad. I do feel bad. But you got to do what you got to do in love and in war. But other than that, I'm going to try. And I'm not, I, you know, I think most spiders, 98% of the spiders I'm going to run into, don't have any level of threat to me. But, you know, and that's a life lesson. That, that's, been, that's been part of this journey. No threat, so don't make them a threat. Be careful. Don't raise arms unless you're prepared to fight. And then question why you're, I don't know, does that, I think I saw that on like a poster with like a cat hanging from a tree. Anyways, I've been nicer to spiders, but it might have might have come back to haunt me here. And I'm I'm, I'm questioning what I did. Uh, I got um, I got a panicked scream from Grace the other day uh, while I was having my morning coffee, and and she she was going out to start a load of laundry, and our washer and dryer is out in the garage. The garage our our house was built in 1920. It was then reassembled and uh, disassembled, moved and reassembled in 1944. I don't know when the garage was added on, but it might as well have been built in 1913. Um like yeah, it's it's pretty I I'm afraid of what a strong wind uh, will do let alone an earthquake. But anyways, our gym's out there, washer and dryer, paint studio, a lot of cool stuff. I, I, don't, I don't use garages for cars. I think that's a waste of space, but that's a different conversation. Um, so I get a call. I get a scream. Go out there. There's a, there's a spider above the washer, and it had built a giant web, and, you know, we needed to, to remove this little creature. So I go in there, and I take an empty cup that uh, usually is used for, like, soil, like gardening stuff, big kind of mug, and very easily, I just kind of boop, go up, and the spider goes into it. I'm like, oh, this is a good sign. We're, we're in concert here, me and this spider. And then I look at the spider, and I wasn't afraid, and it started to do the crawl around thing. And, I, you know, I don't want it to crawl around onto my hand. No one wants that. So I got a little paper towel, and I was going to kind of, like, make a lid. But it was pretty calm. And the reason it was calm is the washer was going, and I set the coffee mug down on the washer while it was jumbling a little bit. Like it's, it's we, we have an, a washer. We we had a, when we moved in, we had a washer from like 1983. So shockingly, that thing died, and now we have one from like 94. All right, uh, and it's good. But it was it was like go 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 doing that thing. Go 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 go. That was pretty. That's I think that's a pretty good impersonation of a washing machine. Go 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 go. So put put the coffee mug on there, and it was doing that. And I think the spider like freaked out, and it didn't move. And so I was able to get a close look at the spider. I was actually trying to take a picture. Because it was one of the most beautiful creatures I've ever seen. Black and yellow all over. And that could be an indication that is a, a Burbank killing spider. I don't know if that's a real species even. I don't know. But it was intricate detail. It was like a, a, a stained glass window in a church. Just in this spider, I was seeing the glory and creation of God in my coffee mug on a washer. It was amazing. And it was all around. It looked like it was rooting for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but with class. So I'm like, I got to save this friend of mine. So I move it outside. 
and it starts crawling off out of the mug. It gathers its wits. It crawls onto the mug, and it goes onto the paper towel I was holding in my hand. And again, I didn't freak out. Normally, I'd be like, it didn't do that. It didn't do it. I take it out to one of our little plants in our backyard, and I try to, like, shuffle it off. And I'm, I don't want to, like, nick it with my finger. I want to give it some respect. Just, hey, go to a leaf. Go to a leaf. In that process, another spider jumps onto, like, a tinier spider jumps onto the paper towel. And now I've got, like, a spider zoo on this paper towel. And I try, but I'm trying to be calm. I'm not trying to kill any spiders. Again, this was my edict to myself recently. Be nicer to nature. Well, I finally get these two spiders back onto the leaf. Then there's a funny exchange where the tinier spider is kind of just like, oh, I'm back, I'm back on my pad. This is great. I don't know what that white little paper towel thing was, but this is, oh my God, it's a bigger spider. And that spider, the little spider just took off. And so this, which could, again, could be that this spider I had in my coffee mug or the, the, the soil mug, uh, which sounds dignified, um, was a Burbank killing spider, but I, I don't know. So I leave it there. It's fine. The, the bigger spider, the beautiful black and yellow, uh, spider, um, Kind of moves off. I think this is great. I tell Grace, don't worry, the spider's been removed. Go on with my day. Go on with my evening. Then at one point, I go to go to our little gym, and I'm walking out. I'm getting back in. I'm just kind of t- catching my breath in the in the nighttime air in the back back patio there. And if you've seen like an episode of Fire and Wine, which Grace and I do want to return to doing soon, uh, you've seen that like back door. One, I think one of the angles we did. I think the second show. Or the first show, you could see our garage. That's just, I came out that door, and I'm like, uh, but I don't know why I'm encouraging you all to stalk me. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, usually that's just reserved for Graham Butler. But uh, I come out, and I walk into the spider web, and I start doing the, and it was the spider. I pull out my iPhone, flip on the flashlight, and there. From a chair to the tree to the door to the ground is, if I'm lying, I'm dying, a three-foot wide wide web. Intricate web, too. It had been there for a bit the whole time I was working out. We're talking like an hour and a half, two hours, like three, 45 minutes that I was in the gym. This spider was building this web because it clearly wasn't there before. And I see it's the same spider. It's right there in the center of the web. It is the same spider. Now, the web is on me. I've done the freak out. Grace, who's going to be following me into the gym shortly, did to work out herself. Can't now enter, can no longer enter the gym. I had to, I had to spray this spider. I felt as though I gave this spider an opportunity to, to live its life, to go on, prosper, do what it needs to do, and instead... It blocked my path to a healthier life. I felt I felt a little let down. I felt a little let down. I'm reevaluating my position with spiders. Also reevaluating what's going on in our house, uh, what might have gone on, more importantly, uh, walking around the front yard the other day with a mask on, uh, appropriate, possible new gardener team coming in, um, talking to a potential uh, gardener, a guy, whatever, you know, supervisor, owner of the company, whatever. We're doing the walk around where he's just like, yep, yep, I can bill a lot of money for this and do the least amount of work with my guys. Yep, yep, this is good, this is good. So we, he leaves. We don't shake hands. We'll, we both have masks on. 
I was kind of standing there, looking in the yard. I looked down on the path, and there's a rib bone there. I have to check with Grace. She's the true crime aficionado. I don't know if this has been here. I don't know how long this has been here. I swear it kind of is new because I walk in this front yard often to water and to check for more spiders and sometimes just to stand in the wind. This is new. This is a new thing. Now I'm concerned that there's some kind of voodoo ritual that's gone on here during the night, perhaps a squirrel that's been doing some killing. We had a skunk recently. We were out on the back uh, patio at night. We heard a rustling. There was a skunk in our backyard. Keep your distance, right? I don't know what's going on. Or there is a body buried in our front yard, and it's slowly making its way out. It could be all these things. I don't know. I'm going to keep you updated. If anyone has any any, any information, uh, call a tip line or something. I didn't remove the bone. I didn't remove it because I need to go um, show Grace. She might make it a uh, topic of a podcast or a murder investigation herself. So we'll see. Final thought here of the week, and then we'll move on into the silly show. Um, I always talk about finding small joys and small victories in life, and that's what I did the other day. Hot, hot day. Like it was a hot day, and I, I it was Saturday, actually. It was last Saturday. Recorded an episode of Saturday, Saturday Night Knapsack up until 8.29, and I released it at like 8.31. was working my butt off putting it together. And it was really hot in here, and I had the AC off, so I was like, I got to do it. So I, I got in the Mustang, the 2002 Mustang that I have now. Put the top down. Grace was busy, didn't want to come along. I did invite her, all right? Put in some George Harrison, some classic early 70s to late 80s solo, solo George Harrison. Put the top down and drove around L.A. for like an hour and a half. It was like 11 o'clock at night. The moon was out. The wind in my uh, receding, uh, disappearing hair. George Harrison blaring. And I just lived the life. And I drove all around the, the parts of L.A. Uh, from Burbank into Los Feliz to Glendale to back through Hollywood. Uh, back into uh, Studio City into Burbank. Big circle. Again, I really feel as though I'm encouraging a lot of people to stalk me. And it was a lesson. Take small joys. Take small victories. Take a moment for yourself during what's going on in the world. But then the other lesson was I got home and the uh, automatic top to my car um, apparently doesn't work anymore. Apparently, it may be out of hydraulic fluid. I looked it up on YouTube thinking maybe it's a easy fix. No, you have to take apart the back of the, the in, pretty much all the interior of the car to just see if it's out of fluid, then maybe you can refill it, which was uh, looked like a complicated process too. That was fun. But the lesson was be careful of what you do for yourself. Be careful of the nice things that you do because uh, for spiders, because that's what I've learned. And uh, I enjoyed that nice moonlight drive. Uh, then I, I spent 25 minutes with Grace's help, uh, both of us yanking, um, uh, straining our muscles, uh, sweating away, sweating away all the relaxation I just earned on the drive, uh, trying to get this top back up. And we did. So there's other lessons there too. But I guess the lesson is don't leave your house. Yeah, that's what we'll go with. Saturday Night Napsuck rolls on. Hello? Is this thing on? Clicking on. Hello, I'm recording. Is this mind ship recording? It's on.
Okay. It's March 12, 3001. My archaeological dig in the Meg Markle region of what was once New Britannia has yielded a truly remarkable and astonishing discovery. I must be careful sharing this information. This is why I'm documenting it. As many of my colleagues have theorized, though Dr. Mortimer is mostly guessing he doesn't do his research, I've talked to him about it, but it's in one ear and out the artificial studio cadaver replicant with him. The creation of culture on what was once our main planet came to a screeching halt in approximately the year 2020. Culture is the key to learning what the people came before us were like. Not much is known since all records of culture were ordered destroyed by King Baron I, then of America Major. But I do believe I have discovered one of the last great movements of the late 20th century, the last century without sentient sex bots. This movement appears to be a dazzling confluence of music, art, and religion, all pointing to the worship of five deities. Each of these beings were unique and powerful in their own ways, representing all aspects of human existence. One was a fierce hunter, one of pure elegance, one of strength and athleticism, one an audacious vixen, clearly a god of fertility, and the final one representing innocence and a child reborn. Our ancestors praised them, but no one remembers this. No one believes it to be true. They basked in their glory, heard their words, and chronicled the exploits of these gods among humans. I found printed collections of their images, audio recordings of their messages to the masses. This is a treasure trove of items, a treasure trove of proof. I will have finally earned the praise from those in my field. Even Dr. Mortimer, always so jealous of me, won't be able to tease me at prearranged social interaction events, laughing at me from behind his sealed social pod. I've done it. I've earned my place. And now, now I can truly learn about what came before us. A time where humans moved freely about the world, walking amongst each other without the fear of catching a disease through the air or via boxes delivered by Amazon. <sighs> it's weird. It's weird to think that there was a time when Amazon wasn't a sovereign land under the benevolent leadership of House Bezos. Hail, House Bezos. May our safety be delivered within one to two days. I must find out more about these gods and why they were worshipped with such vigor before seemingly vanishing from this earth. Thankfully, many of these specimens have been preserved in hard plastic containers belonging to someone named Tupperware, perhaps a barren lord of these olden days. I shall dig more and return to you with my findings, though I fear Dr. Mortimer. Dr. Mortimer is getting close. I'm Doug Hickman, and this is your SNN Sports Report, brought to you by Box Score Heroes, a new baseball podcast feed from Ken Epsock, who seems like he can never shut up if there's a microphone around. Major League Baseball is still set to return this coming week, despite many star players testing positive for COVID-19, and several players deciding that playing among the unwashed masses is too dangerous even for them, making it seem like these professional ball players are actual real human beings with families. Crazy to think. The season is still set to open on July 23rd, whether anyone is on the team's not. The deadline to fill out your rosters with semi-pro players that can get time off from their hardware store stock jobs will be on August 31st. Also, new rules have been approved by Major League Baseball and the Players Association this season only. Home runs will count as double the runs. Pitchers will have to be blindfolded from the seventh inning on, and if a batter strikes out looking, he can claim he was distracted and asked to try again. All in an effort to move the game forward and this new era. 
Big news over in the National Football League. After decades of people calling for change, one football team has decided to change their nickname. That's right, say goodbye to the New England Patriots. After decades in which members of the United Kingdom community have complained that the name and logo of the team continued to rub in their country's defeat at the hands of these colonies in an insensitive manner, the team has decided to change the name and drop the logo, citing the use of a tri-point hat-wearing revolutionist being a great offense to the Redcoats that fought to impose King George's tax laws on a colony that was rightfully theirs. No word on a new name for the team, but some are suggesting the deflated balls. Oh, also, the Washington football team is no longer racist. I'm Doug Hickman, and that was your SNN Sports Report. Lindsay Silverbird here at Hall of Fame Music Radio, 107.5 FM, and we have a request and dedication. I love these. This one came into the email address at hofmradio at gmail.com. It's from Mark, Ken, and Ben, and they dedicate it to their friend Bedore, who uh, has her own Twitch consulting business, and I guess she's been helping them get to the next level of being a professional Twitch streamer, which is a thing, my friends. That's a thing. So they dedicated this one to Bedore, general public. I'll take you there because that's what her business does for all of them. So this is for you, Bedore, and the rest of you here on Hall of Fame Music Radio 107.5 FM. Hey everyone, my name's Tommy Terry Green, and I wanted to let you know about a podcast I produce called On The Ward. Each episode in this six-part miniseries goes behind the scenes of a secure forensic psychiatric hospital, featuring interviews with the staff that work there every day, and most importantly, with the patients who are currently under section, which means they are legally detained for the safety of themselves and others. You can find all six episodes of season one on Apple Podcasts and Spotify right now. Just search on the ward. Thank you. It's time, baseball fans. The new podcast feed, Box Score Heroes, has arrived. This is the new home of the show, Behind the Bag, with Ken Napsok and Tom Dagnino, and is also the place to find shows like The Legends of the Wax Packs, the only baseball power rankings you need, and My Favorite Baseball, a nostalgic look back at the game we all love, and more. Find the podcast feed on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Box Score Heroes is your podcast home for everyone with a a passion for all things baseball. Hey, it's Alden Diaz here to tell you about Octo Radio. It's an interview show that I do exploring the different passionate Star Wars perspectives from artists, writers, crafters, and even other podcasters, plus even some people straight from Lucasfilm. So you can come hang out on my podcast island and celebrate the Star Wars ties that bind us together. Oh yeah, what the pork said. You can follow us everywhere on social at A-H-C-H-T-O Radio. That's Octo Radio. And follow me at A-D underscore Strider. Heaven does know Donna Summer right here. Hall of Fame Music Radio. We got a request from Graham over in Scotland. And he says, you know, it's kind of tough to travel around the world, but I do miss California. He was hoping to come out here for a convention, got canceled. So he wants to hear the sounds of Southern California to make him feel at home. And we got that right here. The Eagles. Peace.
peaceful, easy feeling for Graham and all of you at 107.5 FM. And now, here's the true fact about your host, Ken Napsack. He didn't have his first sip of alcohol until he was 26 when, while trying to impress a girl that would never love him, he tried a strawberry daiquiri, which is why these days all of his milkshakes bring the boys to the yard. And now, on with the show. Hello, I have returned. It's March 30th, 3001. My research continues. The last 18 days have been insightful and enlightening. Dr. Mortimer and his cronies are onto my discovery and have vowed to steal my thunder. I fear they could be on their way here now. If you're hearing this now, there's a good chance I ran out the back door and have moved to Disney's Brazil to hide. I have found a recording that documents the existence of these gods. As with all mythical figures, it can be hard to tell where the truth stops and the mythology begins. But the world must see what I've discovered. It's proof that these higher powers walked amongst us. Oh, Mortimer will rue the day where he publicly denied the truth of my discovery on his TikTok stream. These gods lived truly phenomenal lives during their time on our humble earth. They served in the military, ready to defend the people they came to save. They made contact with alien races during a time when humans doubted the existence of species from other worlds. But now we live with them, share two planets with them, open food trucks, spaceships with them. Then no one believed except these five gods. One even possessed the power to transform into a man called Bob Hoskins. What? What was that? Who's there? I will use my light sword against you. I think, I think I must hurry. If you're hearing me, believe me, these gods were real. They were us. They reflected us. Their personalities represented us and a culture that seemed to value the simple concept of love. Now you can't love unless you pay a love tax. Then, then it could be found. It could be experienced. And these gods would sing hymnals of love, heartfelt ballads about two souls becoming one after they put something on. Put it on. Put it on. I must run. I will take what I can with me. Swanson! No! Swanson! Mortimer! Stay back! Stay back, you fool! Stay back! Swanson! Hey, uh, Cody, it's Cad, man. Uh, who? I'm sorry? Uh, Ken, Ken, we used to we used to go to Comic Cons together for Schmoes. Oh, 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 I'm so hey, 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 Ken, how you doing? How uh, you doing? I mean, I think hey, buddy, I'm good, I'm good, man. Um, I know this is kind of a bad time. You probably got like a, a diaper in, in your hand or something. That uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's correct. So yeah, okay, oh yeah, I'll be fast, I'll be fast. Uh, I just got I just got a letter in the mail today, uh, from an attorney's office, and it said, oh, how what did it say here? It said. That I'm being sued by Cody Hall for damages caused during a taping of Hot Sizzler Night. Okay, you weren't supposed to know about that. Um, I, yeah. I would love to talk. I really would love to talk to you about that, Ken. I'm, I'm legally not allowed to but, discuss that or the the damage that that particular night did to my body. But you said, but I mean, you but you loved the cheesy toast. Like you signed a waiver. 
I, th- I uh, have it. I thought I had the waiver. Oh God, maybe I should yeah. be talking to my attorney. I don't have an attorney. Do you have a, Do you have a t- an attorney to recommend? Can I use your uh, attorney? Can I use I, yours? I mean, I've, I've Googled it before and there's usually some around the area. It, it was okay. tough. You know, I had to kind of like find the right one. Uh, I thought it was really awkward. But this is, I mean, what happened? I mean, we went to dinner, you and, and Ruvacaba, and, and then you guys, we had some nice sizzler and you recorded a podcast. I don't understand what the problem look, was. Like, uh, look, I, I know we have our history. As you said, we went to many uh, wonder cons together. But yeah. look, man, like. That that meal, Ken, it, it destroyed uh-huh. my bowels. It, I, I'm oh. not the same. I feel like my stomach is is calloused after that. I, I haven't been able to to oh. taste things or digest things nearly as well um, since but, that night. It's it's been pretty bad. Yeah. We, but instead of look, man, can we, instead of going like this way, can we like maybe settle it? Like, is there something I can give you? Like, I have a complete set of 1987 Donruss opening day special edition cards. Can I give you that? Or like, I, I mean, have, what about do you have like 2002, 2003, anything uh, there? Nothing post-1987. No, I think I have a Troy Glaus, um, like, Wheaties card, maybe, but I I don't know. I think I ate the Wheaties. It might have... But, I mean... I, I'd much rather have the Wheaties than the card at this point. I mean, he, okay. he burned the Angels pretty bad when he left, so that's a bit of a sore subject there. Oh, yeah. damn it, damn it, yeah. damn it. Um, but, I mean, yeah, maybe if we could just... I don't know if your attorney... Are attorney, attorneys and lawyers are the same thing, right? I honestly don't know. I'll have to ask my attorney that question. Okay. Um, yeah. I think, cause maybe if we get together, maybe we just, maybe we can meet, maybe we can like meet at like a Chili's, like a Chili's bar, get a two for 20. You and I just talk it out like friends, man. Like I didn't mean to hurt you that I don't, I don't want any podcast to hurt anybody. It's not what I'm here for. I understand. Yeah. Chili's is a, is a safer option. It, it depends more. I'm very familiar with the menu there. So, I mean, okay. if I'm able to order for myself and not be able to do like a buffet right. type thing where the food is presented to me, I, I think we can make that work. Right. But uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm a little nervous. I'm a, I'm a, I was very traumatized from that night. Okay. Oh, man, I just feel terrible. I thought we were real close, man. I thought, and I was like, and you're like becoming like a diaper expert. I was going to have you help me with my adult diapers I just got from Amazon Smile. Um, well, I mean, I had a lot of training from, again, the, the Sizzler night. I mean, I, I know yeah. what to deal with now when you're <laughs> dealing with diapers. So, you know, I guess I should okay. thank you for that. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, wait, yeah. can, I, can I write that down? Does that count? How does that count? How does how do lawsuits uh, work? Do you, like, is there like points? I, I don't really, I don't know if there's, I, I know I'm supposed to wear a suit. Like, I don't know if it's a lawsuit to, to the actual like hearing, but I, I, I don't know. Again, I had to Google these things. Uh, but like a suit or yeah. like a sport coat set, like a one. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's just like a blazer that I haven't worn in like okay. four years. So it's a okay. little ripped and everything. So I hope uh, I look presentable enough to, to All win. Right. But, All right. Look, yeah. I mean, I feel, look, man, I feel bad. I thought, I thought. I thought that that was a great episode. People love Hot Sizzler Nights, man. People love it. Like I was gonna, yeah, I was, yeah. I was gonna invite you back on for an encore. There's a one. Yeah, no, once, no. Once. I'm, I'll, I'll just stop you. Stop you there. Okay. I'm gonna probably say no to that particular question. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, does this is this mean my part in the quarantine report is going to retroactively be cut out? We've explored options. We've we've talked to to some people, not at liberty to say who. But, uh, oh, yeah, please don't, it's bit, yeah. Don't replace me with Mark Riley. Okay. Don't, don't, don't oh, replace boy. me. This, this is awkward. Oh, oh, no. He's on the list. He's away. We, it's not final. We're just in talks. Come on. His boy is pretty good. He's already got better um, hair than me. Now you're. 
you can hear the hair in the in the voice role sometimes when he speaks. You can just you can really feel okay. what kind of hair okay. the man has. So right. we like that with the character. Yeah. You're, but you're asking. I'm looking at the. You're asking for twenty two thousand dollars. Like yeah, that's, that's about. Uh, it, it's a little you know reflective about how many sheets of toilet paper I had to use that night. I figured it was nice. So I used twenty two thousand sheets of two ply toilet paper. I guess if you do two ply, it's more forty four thousand. So if you if you'd like to do forty four thousand, that'd be great as well. But uh, uh, I mean, that doesn't either seem... way. Yeah. Okay, I'll look at it. Yeah. I'll yeah. just um. Hey, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I, we'll work on it. We'll work it out. Um, I still want to be friends and everything. Um, maybe we can just come to some terms. I'll I'll find an attorney or a lawyer, whichever one works with lawsuits, and then um. I'll figure it out. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Oh. Oh, sorry. See, I'm, I'm still dealing with problems from that night. I don't know if you heard oh. there. Uh, oh, I had to flush the toilet right there. That's I what mean, I just did. Most of yeah. my, most of my Instagram posting is done from the toilet. I guess, I guess it's, it, I, that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, right, it's, it's gonna, a good chunk of my day I spend on there. Yeah. I'm going to let you go. I, I sound probably not a good idea that we were talking to each other. So I'll, I'll let you go. This is, okay. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. okay. I'll, uh, I'll see what my lawyer, or sorry, my attorney, again, I don't know the difference, uh, wants me to do going forward. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll be in touch. Or I'm, maybe not. I don't know. I loved you and Teddy. Oh, thanks. Thanks. All right. Bye. Uh, uh, bye. Bye. And now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to fall asleep. Number three. Don't touch your phone and instead stare at the ceiling until your crushing fears knock you out. Number two. Make sweet love like Cuba was about to launch some nukes in the morning. Number one. And the best way to fall asleep. One more whiskey. Clink, clink. And that's the list. Hello, I would like to issue a formal apology to Spiders. Some of the words I said earlier in this audio program were insensitive to your existence, and I'm working better to understand my relationship and view of my arachnid friends. I sincerely apologize that you have taken my words in this way. I didn't mean it, or I didn't mean for you to take them like that. I promise to be better, or at least tweet about being better. Again, sorry to spiders. This is for spiders. Not the skunks. This week in history, July 17th, 1955, Walt Disney opened up his theme park passion project on top of an orange juice stand in Anaheim, California, and called it Disneyland so he wouldn't forget how to spell it. Millions of people watched the opening from the comfort of their homes on a relatively new invention called the television receiver box, which would eventually be replaced by handheld telephones with a screen on them. Calling his front for a secret Nazi operation space in America the happiest place on Earth, Walt beamed with pride as thousands of patrons stormed the theme park not realizing they were all part of an experiment to see how easily humans can be led into a gift shop. Though the day is fondly remembered by adults that live alone and collect enamel pins of Mickey Mouse as the grand opening of one of the world's most visited vacation spots, it was marred by tragedy when some parkgoers were sucked through melted asphalt and spent years lost in tunnels beneath the park. But never one to let 
anything get them down, Walt Disney pressed on. And today, Disneyland generates more money than 13 states, most small European countries, and has its own standing army ready to join the fight when the frozen head of Walt returns to lead the Fourth Reich into war. All this and more happened on This Week in History. And there you go. That's the show for this week. Thank you for listening to Saturday Night Napsuck, this little experiment in audio fun. And thank you to all those that support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash catnapsuck. That's a place that I hold dear to my heart. Special shout out to my executive producer, Tears. Supporters, uh, uh, Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan Expedore, Matt Thompson. Taymor, Nathan Ovendale, Zach Anderson, Ty Schellenberger, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Bergren, Andrew Siner, Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, and Ranger Donald himself, Donald Long. Thank you for the magic fire powder. If you want to support, check it out. If you don't want to support, it's okay. You're listening, and that's the support I need. Special thanks to Kyle Harlow for written contributions to this week's episode. Thank you, buddy. All right. That's it. I'm going to go have some tacos. Bye. Hello. Hello, if you're hearing this, if you're hearing my mind recording, I'm being held captive in the prisons of the Hilton Marriott Best Western Castle in what used to be called Detroit, which used to be called London before it lost to America, Detroit, and the Great City Wars of 2064. I am trying to decode the words of these gods. I've been reading and reading the printed texts found within plastic containers that held the hymnals and sermons of these deities. Apparently sound recordings were kept on small discs, compact ones, if you will, instead of nanoparticles, which is fascinating on its own indeed. But my days are certainly coming to a close. Dr. Mortimer has threatened to expose me as a fraud, but heed not his words. These gods were real, and so were their words. Though I still want to understand them, I don't understand what they mean or how they were received and translated by the denizens of these times, our ancient times, but their words seem to provide comfort and joy, which is something so lacking in this modern time. But I cannot help but think that these five gods who chanted of power of a feminine sort to those that followed them were, were all... We're all giving us a warning of the dark days to come. I leave you. I leave you with their words. Maybe you can make sense of them where I failed to. If you want my future, forget my past. If you want to get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting precious time. Get your act together. We could be... Just fine. <laughs> Yo, see-